Welcome everyone. It is 3 p.m. and it's time for the server room show. This is episode 73. Today I will most probably start uh, another multi-part series. Might be even two or, or, or even three parts. Uh, the topic is the, the, the story of uh, Digital Equipment Corporation, uh, DEC for short. It's a story or a, or a history of a company I wanted to make it for a long time and uh, it, it really felt appropriate after the two-part uh, episode uh, episode 71 and 72 which i recorded about open vms uh, it made sense to to chronologically put uh, this multi-part uh, episode about digital equipment corporation uh, which was behind box uh, vms open vms and uh, also the alpha architecture and uh, these are only the, the the ones the things i mentioned in my previous episodes it made sense to to put uh, put it here next to next to the the episodes of uh, after the episodes of open bms there are also a lot of great videos on on youtube which i have linked uh, as always in the show notes uh, which recollect the history of deck and uh, which ones i've also used as a base for for the show notes and uh, and this uh, this recollection of the history of digital equipment corporation uh, together with other so sources as always like uh, like wikipedia uh, for example i i really wanted to make this uh, a long time ago i always put it uh, uh, always for later and later this is also an episode which uh, continues what i started to do in some of the previous episodes that I try to see uh, what's going on if I record these episodes only in an audio format. I don't uh, do the usual screencast because otherwise all you see on the screencast is is my, my show notes, so to say, and, uh, and me in the lower uh, right corner. So I try to see what if uh, I continue with this format where uh, the YouTube videos are actually audiograms which are uh, just the audio on a on a fixed background and with some uh, animation uh, audio uh, waveform animation for the for the sound of my voice because i think that uh, there is not much loss of content if you if you don't see me or if you don't see the uh, the, the show notes i'm, I'm actually uh, reading from so uh, it's gonna be again uh, an episode like like that History of uh, Digital Equipment Corporation. Digital Equipment Corporation, uh, DEC, was a major American corporation uh, company in the computer industry, founded in uh, 1957 with uh, 7,000 uh, US dollars of uh, venture capital. It became the nation's second largest computer company uh, just after IBM. Its uh, initial major impact was in mini computers, but it's later introduced vexed VEX and uh, Alpha systems uh, are still uh, notable. DEC was uh, acquired in June 1998 by Compaq in what was at that time the largest merger in the history of the computer industry. Not long uh, thereafter, Hewlett Packard bought uh, Compaq, creating a technology company second in revenue only to, to IBM. Aside from the company's extensive hardware and software accomplishments, it was also noteworthy for its uh, use of matrix management. Uh, matrix management is an organization structure in which some individuals report to more than one supervisor or leader 
rela relationship described as a solid line or dotted line reporting. Uh, more broadly, it may also uh, describe the management of uh, cross-functional, cross-business groups and uh, other work uh, models that uh, do not maintain strict vertical business units or silos grouped by uh, function and uh, geography. The origins of uh, DEC, uh, Digital Equipment Cor uh, Corporation, uh, Ken Olsen and uh, Harlan Anderson were two engineers who had been working at uh, MIT uh, Lincoln Laboratory on the lab's uh, various computer projects. The lab is best known for their work on what uh, would today be known as uh, interactivity and their uh, machines were among the first where operators had direct control over programs running in uh, real time. These had uh, started in 1944 with the famed whirlwind which was originally developed to make a flight simulator for the US Navy although this was never completed. Instead, instead this uh, effort uh, evolved into the SAGE system for the US Air Force which uh, used light screens and uh, light guns to allow operators to interact with the radar data stored in uh, the computer. When the Air Force project wound down, the lab returned their attention to an effort to build a version of the whirlwind using transistors in place of uh, vacuum, uh, vacuum tubes. In order to test their new circuitry, they first built a small 18-bit machine known as uh, TX-0, which first ran in uh, 1956. When the TX-0 successfully proved uh, the basic concepts, uh, attention turned to a much larger system, the 36-bit TX-2, with a then enormous uh, 64 k words of core memory. Core was uh, so expensive that uh, parts of TX-0's memory uh, were striped from uh, for the TX2 and what remained of the TX0 uh, was then given to MIT on a permanent loan. At MIT Olsen and Anderson noticed something odd. Uh, students would uh, line up for hours to get a turn to use the strapped down TX0 while largely ignoring a faster IBM machine that was uh, also available. The two uh, decided that uh, the draw of interactive computing was so strong that they felt there was a market for a small machine dedicated to, to this role, essentially uh, commercialized the TX-0. They could sell this to users where graphical uh, output or real-time operation would be more important than uh, outright uh, performance. Additionally, as the machine would uh, cost much less than uh, larger systems uh, than available, it would uh, also be able to serve users that uh, needed a lower cost solution uh, dedicated to a specific task where a larger 36-bit machine uh, would not be needed. In 1957 when the pair and uh, Ken's brother Stan went looking for uh, capital they found that uh, the American business community was uh, hostile to investing in uh, computer companies Many smaller computer uh, companies had come and gone in the 1950s, wiped out when uh, new technical developments rendered their platforms obsolete and uh, even, larger, uh, even large companies like RCA and uh, General Electric uh, were failing to make a profit in the market. The only serious uh, expression of interest came from uh, George, uh, George Storiot, 
uh, and his American Research and Development Corporation. Worried uh, that a new computer company would find it difficult to arrange uh, further financing, uh, Doriot suggested the fledgling uh, company uh, change its business plan to focus less on computers and uh, even change their name from uh, Digital uh, Computer Corporation. The pair returned with an updated business plan that uh, outlined uh, two uh, phases for the company's development. They would start by selling computer modules as uh, standalone devices that could uh, be purchased separately and uh, wired together to produce a number of different digital systems for uh, lab use. Then if these digital modules were able to build a self-sustaining business, the company would be uh, free to use them to develop a complete uh, computer in their phase two. The newly uh, christened uh, Digital Equipment Corporation received uh, 70,000 US dollars from uh, AR&D for uh, a 70% share of the company and uh, began operations in uh, a civil war era uh, textile, mile, uh, textile mill in uh, Maine and Massachusetts where plenty of uh, inexpensive manufacturing uh, space uh, was available. Uh, digital modules. In early 1958, uh, DEC shipped its first products, the digital laboratory module uh, line. The modules consisted of a number of individual electronic components and uh, uh, germanium transistors mounted to a circuit board, the actual circuits being based on those uh, from the TX-2. The laboratory modules were packaged in an extruded uh, aluminium housing intended to sit on an engineer's workbench, although a rack mount bay was uh, sold that held uh, nine laboratory modules. They were then connected together using banana plug uh, patch cords inserted at the front of the modules. Three versions were offered running at 5 MHz in 1957, 500 uh, kHz at uh, 1959 or 10 MHz in 1960. The modules pro proved to be in high demand in other computer companies who used them to build uh, equipment to test their own systems. Uh, despite the recession of the late 1950s, the company sold uh, 94,000 uh, US dollars worth of uh, these modules during 1958 alone, uh, turning a profit at the end of uh, its first year. The original laboratory modules were soon supplemented uh, with the digital system module line, which were identical internally but packaged uh, differently. The system's modules were designed with all of the connections at the back of the module using 22-pin uh, Amphenol connector connectors and were attached to each other by plugging them into backplane that could be mounted in a 19-inch rack. The backplanes allowed uh, 25 modules in a single 5.25-inch uh, uh, section of rack and uh, allowed the high den densities needed to build uh, a computer. The original laboratory and uh, system module lines were offered in uh, 500 uh, kilocycle, 5 megacycle and 10 megacycle versions. In all cases the supply voltages were minus 15 and plus 10 volts with uh, logic levels of minus 3 volts uh, passive pull down and 0 volts uh, as active pull up. DEC used the system modules to build their memory test machine for testing core memory systems, selling about 50 of these prepackaged units over the next eight years. 
the PDP run uh, and the uh, LINC uh, link computers were also built using uh, system modules. Modules were part of Dex product line into the 1970s, although they went uh, through several uh, evolutions during this time as technology uh, changed. The same circuits were then packaged as the first R uh, red series uh, flip chip modules. Later, other flip chip modules, uh, module series provided additional speed, much higher logic density, and industrial I.O. capabilities. DEC published uh, extensive data about the modules in free catalogs that uh, became uh, very popular. The PDP-1 family, with the company uh, established and a successful product on the market, DEC turned its attention to the computer market once again as part of its uh, planned phase 2. In August 1959, Ben Gurley started design uh, of the company's first computer, the PDP-1. In keeping with uh, Doriot's instruction, uh, the name was an initialism for uh, programmable uh, data processor, leaving off the term uh, computer. As Gurley put it, we aren't building computers, we are building uh, programmable data processors. The prototype was first shown publicly at uh, the Joint Computer Conference in Boston in December uh, 1959. The first PDP-1 was delivered to Bolt, Beranek and Newman in November 1960 and uh, formally accepted the next uh, April. The PDP-1 sold in basic form for uh, 120,000 uh, US dollars, uh, equivalent uh, of about 7.7 uh, million US dollars in, in 2019's uh, money. By the time uh, production ended in 1969, uh, 53 PDP-1s had been uh, delivered. The PDP-1 uh, was supplied uh, standard with uh, uh, 4,096 words of uh, core memory, 18 bits per word and ran at a basic speed of 100,000 operations per second. It was constructed using uh, many system building blocks that were packaged into several 19-inch racks. The racks were themselves packaged into a single large mainframe case with a hexagonal control panel containing switches and lights mounted to lie at uh, tabletop height at one, of, uh, at one end of the mainframe. Above the control panel was the system's standard input-output solution, a punched uh, tape uh, reader and writer. Most systems were purchased with uh, two peripherals, the Type 30 vector graphic display and uh, the Soroban engineering modified IBM Model B electric typewriter that was used as a printer. The Soroban system was uh, notoriously uh, unreliable and often replaced with a modified uh, Freedom Flexo writer which also contained its own punched tape system. A variety of more expensive add-ons followed, including uh, magnetic tape systems, uh, punched card readers and uh, punches and uh, faster punched uh, tape and printer systems. When DEC introduced the PDP-1, they also mentioned large machines at uh, 24, 30 and 36 bits based on the same design. During construction of the prototype PDP-1, some design work was carried out on a 24-bit PDP-2 and a 36-bit uh, PDP-3. Although the PDP-2 uh, never uh, proceeded beyond the initial design, 
the PDP3 found some interest and was designed in, uh, in full. Only one PDP3 appears to have been built in 1960 by the CIA's uh, Scientific Engineering Institute in, in Walton, Massachusetts. According to the limited information available, they used it to process radar cross-section data for the Lockheed uh, A-12 uh, reconnaissance aircraft. Gordon Bell remembered that uh, it was being used in Oregon some time later, but uh, could not recall uh, who was using it. In November uh, 1962, DEC introduced the 65,000 uh, US dollar uh, PDP-4. The PDP-4 was uh, similar to the PDP-1 and used a similar instruction set, but used uh, slower memory and different packaging to lower the price. Like the PDP-1, about uh, 54 PDP-4s were eventually sold, most to a customer base similar to the original PDP-1. In 1964, DEC introduced its new flip chip module design and used it to re-implement the PDP-4 as the PDP-7. The PDP-7 was introduced in December 1964 and about uh, 120 were eventually produced. An upgrade to the flip chip uh, led to the R series which in turn led to the PDP-7A in 1965. The PDP-7 is uh, most famous as the original machine for the Unix operating system and uh, until the Interdata 8-32 uh, Unix only ran on uh, DEC systems. A more uh, dramatic upgrade to the PDP-1 series was uh, introduced in August 1966 the PDP-9. The PDP-9 was instruction compatible with the PDP-4 and the 7, but ran about twice as fast as the 7 and was intended to be used in larger deployments. At only 19,900 uh, uh, US dollars in 1968, the PDP-9 was a big seller, eventually selling 445 machines, more than all of the earlier models combined. Even while uh, the PDP-9 was being introduced, its uh, replacement was being designed and was introduced as 1969's uh, PDP-15, which re-implemented the PDP-9 using uh, integrated circuits in place of uh, modules. Much faster than the PDP-9, even in basic form, the PDP-15 also included a floating point unit and a separate input-output processor for further performance gains. Over 400 PDP-15s were ordered in the first eight months of production and the uh, production eventually amounted to 790 examples in uh, 12 basic models. However, by this time other machines in DEX lineup could fill uh, the same niche at even lower price points and the PDP-15 would be uh, the last of the 18-bit series. The PDP-8 uh, family in 1962, uh, Lincoln Laboratory used uh, a selection of system uh, building blocks to implement a small 12-bit uh, machine and attached it to a variety of uh, analog-to-digital uh, input-output devices that made it easy to interface with uh, various analog uh, lab equipment. The link uh, proved to attract intense uh, interest in the scientific community and has since been referred to as the first real mini-computer machine that was small and inexpensive enough to be dedicated to a single task even in a, in a small lab. 
seeing the success of the link in 1963 DEC took the basic logic design but uh, stripped away the expensive uh, analog and digital uh, uh, systems to produce the PDP-5 the new machine the first outside the PDP-1 mold was uh, introduced at uh, Westcon on 11th of August 1963 and 1964 uh, ad expressed the main advantage of the PDP-5 as now you can own the PDP-5 computer for what a core memory alone used to cost uh, 27,000 uh, US dollars 116 uh, PDP-5s were uh, produced until the lines were shut down in early 1967 like the PDP-1 before uh, before it the PDP-5 inspired a series of newer models based on the same basic design that would go on uh, to be more famous than its uh, than its parent on the 22nd of March March 1965 DEC introduced the PDP-8 which replaced the PDP-5's modules with the new R-series modules uh, using flip chips the machine was uh, repackaged into a small tabletop case which uh, remains distinctive for its use of uh, smoked plastic over the CPU which allowed one to easily see the wire wrapped uh, internals of the CPU sold standard with uh, 4 uh, kilohertz of 12-bit uh, core memory and the teletype model 33 ESR for basic input output the machine listed for only 18,000 US dollars the PDP-8 is referred to as the first real mini computer because of its uh, sub uh, 25,000 US dollar price uh, sales were uh, unsurprisingly uh, very strong and helped by the fact that several competitors had just entered the market with uh, machines aimed directly at the PDP-5's market space uh, which the PDP-8 uh, trounced this gave the company two years of uh, unrestricted leadership and eventually uh, 1450 straight 8 machines were produced before it was replaced by newer implementations of the same basic design DEC hit an even lower price point with the PDP-8 uh, S uh, the S for serial as the name implies the slash S used a serial arithmetic unit which was uh, much slower but uh, reduced cost so much that the system sold for under uh, 10,000 US dollars DEC then used the new PDP-8 design as the basis for a new uh, link the two processors link 8 the Link 8 used one PDP-8 CPU and a separate Link CPU and uh, included instructions to switch from one to, to the other. This allowed uh, customers to run uh, their existing Link programs or upgrade to the, to the PDP-8 uh, uh, all in uh, software. Although not a huge seller, uh, 142 Link uh, 8S were sold uh, starting at uh, 38,500 US dollars like the original uh, link to PDP-5 evolution the link 8 was then modified into the single processor PDP-12 adding another uh, thousand machines to the 12-bit uh, family newer circuitry designs uh, led to the PDP-8-I and the PDP-8-L in 1968 in 1975 one year after an agreement between DEC and uh, Intersil, the Intersil uh, 6100 chip was uh, launched, effectively a PDP-8 uh, on a chip. 
this was a way to allow PDP-8 software to be run even after the official end-of-life announcement for the, the PDP-8 product line. I have uh, uh, roughly five minutes left and uh, I would uh, like uh, not to start uh, the next uh, part uh, which is the PDP-10 family but uh, you know what actually I think we really have time for that. The PDP-10 family while the PDP-5 introduced a lower cost line uh, 1963's PDP-6 was intended to take DAC into the mainframe market with uh, a 36-bit machine. However, the PDP-6 proved to be a hard sell with uh, customers as it offered a few obvious advantages over similar machines from the better established vendors like IBM or Honeywell in spite of its low cost around uh, $300,000. Only 23 uh, were sold or 26 depending on the source and unlike other models the low sales meant the PDP-6 was not improved with successor uh, versions. However, the PDP-6 is historically important as the platform that introduced the monitor, an early uh, time-sharing uh, operating system that would evolve into the widely used uh, top stand. When uh, newer flip uh, chip packaging allowed the PDP-6 to be re-implemented at a much lower cost, DEC took the opportunity to refine their 36-bit design, introducing the PDP-10 in 1968. The PDP-10 was, uh, was as much as a success as the PDP-6 was as, uh, a commercial failure. About 700 mainframe PDP-10s were sold before production ended in uh, 1984. The PDP-10 was widely used in university settings and thus was the basis of many advances in computing and operating system design uh, during the 1970s. DEC later rebranded all of the models in the 36-bit series as the DEC System 10 and PDP-10s are generally uh, referred to by the model of the CPU starting with the KA-10, soon upgraded to the KI-10, I standing for Integrated Circuit, then to KL-10, L as in large-scale integration uh, ECL logic. Also the KS-10 uh, as for a small form factor. Unified product line uh, upgrades produced the compatible DEC System 20 along with the TOPS 20 operating system that included virtual memory support. The Jupyter project was supposed to continue the mainframe product line into the future by using uh, gate arrays with an innovative uh, air mover cooling system uh, coupled with a built-in floating point processing engine called the uh, F-Box. The design was intended for a top-tier scientific computing niche, yet the critical performance measurement was based upon COBOL uh, compilation, which did not fully utilize the primary design features of Jupyter technology. When the Jupyter project uh, was cancelled in 1983, some of the engineers adapted aspects of the 36-bit design into a forthcoming 32-bit design, releasing the high-end VEX 8600 in uh, 1985. Uh, this is where we uh, gonna leave uh, this part one episode of the history of uh, digital equipment workstation and we will continue next Saturday part two with uh, things like deck tape uh, the magnetic disk storage uh, the PDP 11 finally and uh, talking about uh, other uh, achievements like the VAX and uh, the early uh, microcomputers of, uh, of 
Digital Equipment Corporation, uh, a little bit of the wax made, uh, that professional, and uh, le let's see if everything uh, can be fitted into into the second part of uh, of this episode, or or perhaps I need to do a, a part three as well. Uh, thank you very much for uh, listening, and uh, see you next uh, Saturday. <laughs>